0: Do you ever feel that there is more to life than what you're
1: experiencing, but don't know how to get there? At the heart of each of us is a desire to find meaning and purpose. However, many of us don't know where to begin. Welcome to the Transform Your Life Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Chua. And I'm Pete Cofarcio. This show will teach you to be confident in your identity and embrace powerful mindsets so that you can fulfill your destiny and life purpose. We're excited to take you on a journey to transform your life so that you can transform your world.
0: Welcome, everyone, to the Transform Your Life podcast with Steve and Pete. I'm Steve Chua,
1: And I'm Pete Caffarchio. Steve, it's great to be with you today.
0: It's always great. This is the highlight of my week—just spending some time together. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've got some great news, by the way, Pete. You know, we've been talking about how we can engage our audience better, and uh, Hannah. Shout out to Hannah because she's Hannah. Yay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we've got a Facebook page now. Woo! Woo. Okay, uh, it's called Transform Your Life Podcast with Stephen Pete. Uh, for those who are listening, please come and follow us on Facebook because. That will give you opportunities to make comments about what we're doing, but also if you've got ideas or things that you'd like us to talk about that maybe would uh, meet your particular need, we would love to get your suggestions.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And here's a little secret: um, when you're doing a podcast, we're like we feel like we're talking into blank space. <laughs> we don't know <laughs> if it's connecting or not, and sometimes we hear feedback from our from our listeners, but. That would be a great place for you to tell us like how this is impacting you and any suggestions you might have that, that will really help us in delivering the right kind of content to you.
0: Yeah, and that also gives you the opportunity to, to share the contact with you, content with your friends and your family because our heart is just simply how can we help you become better? You know, healthy people create healthy environments, so let's uh, let's do that together. Um, I'm excited about this episode, but before we do that, what's the transformation tip for this week?
1: Okay, this uh, is a quote, and it comes from Rory Vaden. And Rory says, There's no such thing as time management. There's only (laughs) self-management. Yeah, and you know, if you think about that, You can't manage time. Time's just going to go on. Doesn't care what you're doing. It's just going to keep doing its thing and clicking away. But you can manage yourself on how to maximize that time.
0: Actually, I was just—I was just. Somebody once said that you know that quote: "There's never enough time." Somebody said, "Well, if you keep saying there's never enough time, you've got exactly the same amount of time as uh, Albert Einstein." As uh, all these great people, yeah. so don't don't use the excuse you never have enough time. But you're right. There's only self-management, and if you can get that right, everything changes. Yeah. Well, that kind of is a great lead-in for what we want to talk about. We've we started a, a mini series on self-leadership, uh, and it's just important to know how to be the best version of yourself. And leading yourself is so important. So last week we were looking at self-awareness, but this week we want to look. At management, what we just quoted, self-management. And so Pete, how how do we begin to broach this subject of learning how to manage our lives and, and leadership in that perspective?
1: Yeah. So we've got different areas of ourselves that need to be managed. And this is like uh like overall, this is a big hallmark of maturity. We want you to, you know, we say it as our tagline, we want you to transform your world. Well, If you're not managing yourself, you're not going to be nearly as effective. And so, this is unfortunately, if you don't like discipline and all those things, you know, it's kind of not optional if you want to make an impact, if you want to be effective. So, the first area we want to talk about is uh, getting a mindset of intentionality. Yeah. Okay. Intentionality. This is a key. Really, everything else we're going to talk about is built on this first concept of self management is that you need to be intentional. And direct your life and make decisions versus just letting circumstances dictate where you're going to be heading.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And we've got to learn how to live above our circumstance. Otherwise, we'll just go around in circles, get tossed through and through. That's where all the stress and anxiety happens because we feel out of control when we allow circumstances to dictate our lives. And so I love what you're saying here about being self directed. Can you, how, how do we do that better?
1: Well, the other thing to say is if you don't, there's lots of other forces out there that have an agenda for you. Okay. <laughs> the media wants you to, to glue your eyeballs to your screen so that they can throw advertisements at you and they can make money, right? Your employer, uh, would love to have you work as long and as hard as you possibly can so they can profit more. Okay. So you've got to take ownership of your life back and be Mm -hmm. self-directed. The first thing that starts with, I I would say is, is like goal setting. Okay. Mm -hmm. And um, we're not talking like the the goal for the day. We're talking larger things. What are you really going after? And uh, a great principle to think about when you're building a life and you're building goals is Stephen Covey says, this is start with the end in mind.
0: Yeah, that's right. Start
1: with the end in mind. So meaning this goes right into the intentionality. What do you really want at the end of whatever, you know, your life, the end of uh, some kind of an initiative? Picture that first and then start to build a path to get there.
0: If you like, it's it's kind of that outcome vision that you want, okay? You know, I often will ask the question, what does success look like? And so when you start with the end in mind, you're saying, what would success look like? And then once you have that in clarity you can then build everything because uh, of that so it's leading towards you getting to that goal so that, that's yeah. fantastic
1: so steve this is timely for me because just yesterday well the past three days um i two and a half days i went on a planning retreat and i do that like three times a year where i review what i had gotten done and i set goals and build out plans to get there just in case you think that I'm like this goal setting guru and I love doing it, it is a forced discipline. <laughs> okay. i you know, I don't like doing that. It's, it's hard work for me. It's not, it doesn't come natural, but I'll tell you the pain of doing that is not nearly as bad as the pain of not doing it. Because if I don't mm. do it, I just get, I feel very aimless and I don't know what I'm going after. And I'm just kind of drifting. You know, this is all, it's all again about intentionality. You know, I was just thinking too, Steve. Like we're not trained to be this way. If you think about like the public school system yep. and the, your, someone else is always telling you what to do. And really, what they're going after is compliance. You know, obey and comply and do what we're telling you to do. This is as an adult. We're adulting now. You've got to take the reins and you've got to decide what you want to do.
0: That's really good. So on the one hand, we have these kind of what I call macro goal settings, the the, the things that we, where, where we want to go. Uh, but then often we need to b- break that down a little bit and maybe become a little bit micro. And the other thing that I'd, I I like to start talking about is how to begin to plan in mm-hmm. order to get towards your ultimate goal. Yeah. And I often say it's important to start your day right. It's good to envision what your day can look like. So if you start the day just getting up and and you're already in all your anxiety and chaos and you and you don't take a moment to really plan your day your day plans you and and the circumstances that we talked about does that and and so it's really really important that we can begin to envision uh, and just stop for a moment first thing in the morning and just begin to breathe take a moment just to be still and then begin to see all the things that you want to see yourself accomplish in that day that will help you get towards your goal and begin to sift out the noise and see what's important rather than urgent.
1: Steve, just today I was talking with a client of mine um, and this practice has really made a big difference for him. And we actually had a tracking way that he could tick off each day. I had a start up routine where I looked at my day and planned it out. And he had thought that he had gotten that down into a habit And he stopped tracking it and it immediately kind of like fell apart. And he said, his days just got chaotic. And I can so relate to that because I'm the same way. Some of these tools, like every day you have to be intentional. Like I'm going to look at my day. It doesn't come natural. And I've I've just got to keep on it if I'm going to be effective.
0: Mm -hmm. Like I said, if you start your day and align yourself the first start of the day, things are so much more productive, so much more efficient. You begin to, self-direct yourself. You begin to take charge of, of what's going to happen. The other thing I often think about is that people busy themselves too much. It's like they go from one mm-hmm. thing to another thing to another yes. thing because they think they're being efficient with their time. So it's like I go from back to back to back to back meetings or whatever it might be. One of the things that I try to encourage my clients, and I do this myself, is to create margins or gaps of time between meetings, because it's really important to to stop, to think, to assimilate, to process before you move on, so that things don't get fudged or confused between one thing and another thing. I remember a, a number of years ago, I was talking to a very, very busy COO. She, I think she had about three 400 people that she was trying to manage, Okay, and everybody wanted a piece of her time. And she was telling me how frustrated she was that she says so much conversation that's irrelevant. And I said, well, how long do these meetings need to be? She said about 45 minutes. And how much have you scheduled them for? She said an hour. And I said, well, tell everybody that they have to be these meetings 45 minutes and if they're not prepared to do it in 45 minutes, don't even bother seeing me. Okay? And then she was able to put those 15-minute gaps in between and it was a game changer for her. I mean, she literally got almost uh, 2 hours a day back into her time, yeah. which was for her
1: amazing. Yeah. Mental clarity. So many benefits from that. So yeah. Great. All right. Well, the next area starting out being intentional, the next one's just pretty basic is just getting organized. Some people this comes Mm. really naturally for, I are not one of them. This is, we're talking about time management, task management, getting things organized. We just did two episodes on procrastination. They and there's a lot of good tips in there, and we're not going to repeat those here on time management and ways to kind of keep yourself moving forward. So one thing to keep in mind is you know sloppiness and just taking it easy and going with the flow. It actually uses more energy because you have to keep revisiting Mm. the disorganization and keep trying to find what am I supposed to be doing. And you know keeping things nice and tidy is actually easier on your brain. And so again, even if it doesn't come natural, do yourself a favor and start to put some decent time management, some task management tools in place so you can free up space in your brain and you don't have to keep thinking about things. So you can just kind of enjoy what you're doing.
0: That's really good. Free up space in your brain and free up space in your day. Okay. That's the other thing that I want to kind of bring in here as well, because one of the things that causes so much of the chaos is that we keep saying yes to everything. Okay. And we actually Mm. need to start creating some healthy boundaries because the moment we allow what I call the urgent to interfere with the important, uh, we end up doing things that aren't part of our goals. Okay. We get sucked in things that we shouldn't be getting sucked into. So the key is say no, learn Mm -hmm. how to say no, rather than keep saying yes, because you can do it doesn't necessarily mean you should do it. Okay.
1: And so start saying no. Steve, I had a a client, really high capacity guy, really talented, but he was a quote unquote nice guy and he was probably a little bored too. So anytime somebody would ask him to do something, he would do it. And over time he wasn't in control of his life. Right. And, and he resented it after a while. So we put a, a, a process in place where he, he had to say no to something. Once a day, so he had to pick something and say <laughs> no to it. And you know what? For him, this, it, i don't know if it's going to be for everyone, but for him, it was actually a game changer. And he then we then we moved to the point where, hey, identify the feeling right before you need to say no, where you feel like somebody's pushing you beyond your boundary, and you are going to resent it. And he started mm-hmm. tracking that, and boy, he got really sharp in this, and he it really helped him start to direct his time and to stay organized.
0: couple of days ago, I was talking to somebody who realized that he was so good at so many things that people would say, hey, would you do it? And because he knew he could do it, he'd just say yes, right? But he realized because he had retired that he was just as busy in retirement as he was working in in his business. I said, just start saying no. He started saying no, no, no. And what happened was the stress level started to dissipate. And he began to see what was important and why he wanted to put his time rather than what everybody else wanted to do with his time. I love that. Just learn how to say no. The the other thing here, just as you go off every three months to do your goal setting, I do something very similar. I think that's why we get on so well. We have very similar (laughs) concepts that if we don't stop to do something, we won't do it, right? When I finish my goal setting times, I put a schedule together. Now, what that looks like is I put a week, Monday to Sunday, and I do incremental times for every 15 minutes of what my day will look like. Okay. Hmm. It sounds really anal, but actually it's really helpful because the first thing I do, so I'll start from about six o'clock in the morning till 11 o'clock at night. And then I'll just first fill in intentionally everything that is important that are non-negotiables. So immediately I set my boundaries in place. And for example, between five and eight o'clock, it's my family time. It's the time I want to spend with my wife, with my kids, with my grandchildren. And so clients can't have that time. And so in that process, I, I fill out everything. And when you see that, then you know what to say no to. When you The things that you're intentionally putting in, you can immediately manage your time. Somebody says, I want to meet you here. You just say, I can't do that. Okay, yeah. you've got to in. Yeah, you,
1: you made the decision ahead of time. It's easier. It's easier to be organized uh, than it is. Uh, Another example too, Steve, like as far as mental energy goes is I've made it a personal commitment. I did this years ago that I will not try to remember anything. Okay. (laughs) I I just don't um, because that to me, that's like carrying obligations around in a suitcase in my head. That's the way I envision it. So I always capture it and write it down and it's usually in my calendar or something that I, I have to do this or I will remember it and I'll, I'll stick it in my calendar. And now it's in my phone or, you know, it used to be my day timer. I freed up to the space in my head and I don't worry like, oh, I might forget this. I might forget that. It's it's freedom. This, so uh, yeah, it's just, it it is easier to be organized in the long run. In the short run, you might not like it, but. <laughs> okay, just, just hold on one moment. I'm just going to make some notes on this one. That was a great. <laughs> the other area
0: is, Health management. Now, yes. what's that got to do with self-management? That's actually really important. And I'm talking from experience as well. I think we both are. Yes. All right, Where if we don't look after our bodies, whether we're overeating, overdrinking, not exercising and everything, what happens is even though we're busy and we're doing, we don't realize it's actually eventually going to catch up with us and slowing us down, creating more fog, brain fog, if you like. And even though we're working harder, we're not actually working smarter. That's right. And so when, when you begin to neglect your body and what your body needs and not look after it properly, it slows you down. Yeah. And so it's really important, diet, exercise, sleep, rest, that's critical. Just a few months ago, I took on a new client and they were really, really down. They were thinking they, they hated their own business. They didn't like their staff. And they were in that classic, I don't have a vision for what I'm doing. My business is successful, but I'm not enjoying it. All this sort of stuff, right? And and I began to talk to him, and I said, "You need to get control over something. You everything is dictated to you." I said, "The first thing you want to do," because he said he was talking about being tired, overeating, overdrinking, all this sort of stuff. And I said, "Well, are you doing any exercise?" And he says, "I know I should." And he said, and I said, "Okay, when do you do it?" He says, "When when I can." And I said, "That's not the way to do it." <laughs> Okay. (laughs) You need to put it in intentionally into your schedule and then work, everything works around it. And so let's do that as the first step. Okay. And so he started it now for the next three months, he would, after he dropped his kids off at school, went to the gym religiously for five days a week. Okay. I just talked to his staff because I'm also working with the the rest of the company. They said, we've got him back. Okay. And he would Hmm. say to you, he's clear in his mind. He's suddenly got his passion back and his vision back. And it wasn't, Dealing with deep counseling situations that he needed to do, it was just simply he needed to start feeling good about himself, get his energy back, get clarity in, and and then when he 's on his treadmill, he says all these thoughts start coming in or all these sorts of things start happening, and he 's back to who he was supposed to be, and even the staff have seen it and it just started by exercise and he went onto a no carbs diet and doing eating healthy and again, a lot of things shifted just by doing that.
1: Yeah. So diet, exercise, we'll throw sleep hygiene in there as well. And rest, which is different than sleep, like taking a day off and unplugging. All really important. Your body is part of you. It's not like this tool on the side, right? And so love yourself and take care of it and it will take care of you. So the last area we want to address today is emotional management. Okay. And this is uh, we did a whole series last season on emotional intelligence, and we encourage you to go back and review some of those episodes. If you'd like the ones on emotional self-management were episodes that came out September 19th through October 17th, there were five of them. And, uh, First, we talked about emotional awareness, but then how do you manage your emotions? It's really, really important if you're weak in this area to invest some time. Everyone can grow in this area. Uh, but if you're a bad example of managing your emotions, you're not leading yourself and you're not going to be able to lead others well. They'll, yeah. they'll just they'll think you're a bad example. You're a hypocrite and they just won't want to work with you.
0: Well, the other thing it does is that you're not managing your emotions well. It actually causes you more stress and anxiety. Oh, absolutely. Uh, You know, you you start worrying. You start feeling insecure. You get overwhelmed. You know, I've often talked about the beholding principle, that which you behold takes a hold of you. And then that affects the way you feel about things, the way you see things. And the problem with that, Pete, is that when you are under huge amounts of feeling overwhelmed with the present or overwhelmed with the future, you start looking for ways to escape it. More mm-hmm. ways to comfort it. And that's when subtle addictions, vices start taking over. And then that adds to your emotional stress and anxiety and mental anxiety too, because you're now living from a place of shame, a place of guilt. And and I'd often say, if, if you find something in the midst of your stress and anxiety that either helps comfort you or helps you escape from it, you often become addicted to it. All right. And that's why it's so important to be able to uh, control your emotions.
1: Yeah. Steve, if you know uh, the 12 step program or anyone that's been through addiction recovery, that dynamic you just pointed out like, I've got something difficult emotionally. And if you jump ship and go to comfort or escape, you actually aren't growing emotionally either. You stunt yourself. And in mm-hmm. fact, somebody who gets into a major addiction, like a drug addiction, whatever age that starts, they emotionally uh, get arrested at that age. So they mm. can, their body can mature 10 more years, but they will be emotionally 10 years behind. You have wow. the only way to mature through these things is to, to work through them. Now you might need some help doing that, but disengaging or just escaping is not the answer.
0: No, uh, I, and so it's important to understand what triggers you. Mm. And it's also important, uh, part of emotional management is when the stress is building up, when the anxiety is coming in, to recognize it quickly rather than let it take over. And often it's good to get, to talk it through with somebody, find a coach, work it through with a coach, because we're our own worst coaches, our own worst counselors. And so it's really important just to process that through and understand there are other ways to be able to handle things and so that you don't get into these vices that we're talking about.
1: Yeah. And here's another reason if you're not convinced yet (laughs) to deal with these things and get them out of your life is you think maybe you can keep them secret or hide them and (laughs) they will come to light. If you need any evidence on that, just recently past couple of years, a lot of high profile CEOs has been coming out, you know, infidelity or, you know, sexual abuse and different things like that. And it's all becoming public now. And they're, you know, kicked out. They're, they're being <laughs> fired and removed yeah. out of positions. That's that's an extreme example. But uh, so many of these addictions, they, they ruin marriages, relationships, uh, job performance, so many things. So, so get some help on that. And uh, there's other ways to deal uh, with stress and anxiety than escaping.
0: You know, we, we work with a lot of high-performing individuals, Pete. And so you'll often realize that a lot of these people that we work with are working 12, 14, 16 hour days. That's way too much. And and again, rather than you controlling your circumstances, the circumstances always controls you. And I don't know how many times I've heard somebody say, so what do you do at the end of the day when you finish? He says, oh, I just go and get a drink or two or three. It's their way of de-stressing, but actually it's their way of, Rewarding or comforting themselves, and so that's where the problems actually begin. So that's why it's so important to control and direct your time, and bring that good life, uh, you know, work-life balance in. Uh, Otherwise, you'll go down the slippery road.
1: Yeah, and we're you know, if you're listening to this, we're not here to judge you. Um, In fact, you know, I'm speaking from experience (laughs) about breaking certain addictions. So if you're if you're going to do self management, self leadership. That's an area to tackle and, you know, ask for some help because there's a lot out there.
0: Well, let's uh, look at this, this week's transformation application, Pete. Yeah. And I, I want to I take us back to something we talked earlier about starting your day right. I'm going to have an envisioning challenge for you listening today. In the coming week, every day, Monday to Friday, or even you can do the whole seven days if you want. Start the day, the moment you wake up or the moment you get your cup of tea or cup of coffee or whatever it is, to stop for a moment. Just give yourself 10 minutes just relax, just get yourself calm, stop, and then just envision your day. Think of all the things that you need to do and then just think of how you want to do it and what would be the best possible way to see that and the pieces that work together so that you can finish the day feeling that you've got the right balance and that you're feeling good about yourself. Yeah. in that process. So great, envision great, your yeah. day. Okay. Yeah, just,
1: it, this works, Steve. I just did it this morning because I had a crazy day. This works. It's, it's very helpful. It's not just some woo woo mystical thing. It's, it's uh, it really helps. So yeah. No, and, great and, and, advice.
0: And if you can add a little bit of meditation into that as well, some, yeah, good right mindfulness, some mindfulness, you know, if you're spiritual prayer or whatever, it
1: really makes a big difference yeah awesome well steve i learned a lot from you today and i'm also challenged to brush up on some of my habits that might be uh slipping a little bit so yeah yeah i think i'm going to confess the same thing too so (laughs) (laughs) yeah until next week um, we're going to continue the series we have one more part to it so uh, tune in next week it was great uh great being with you thanks for making time again check out our new facebook page transform your life podcast with steve and pete we'd love to hear from you All right. Take care, everybody. See you soon. Bye-bye.
0: Thank you for listening to the Transform Your Life podcast. We'll be releasing a new episode every Monday, so we hope you'll continue to tune in.
1: If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your review helps the show to reach more people around the world.
0: If you're looking for coaching or more resources, Follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, or our Instagram page, From the inside Out.
1: If you want to connect with me, Pete Cofarscio, go to petecoaching.com.
0: And if you want to connect with me, Steve Chua, go to stevechuaintl.com.
1: Remember, we want to help you transform your life. So that you can transform your world. Have an awesome week, everyone.